day. We have Kelly Gertz. He wants to be mayor. Athens Clark County Commissioner Kelly Gertz in studio with us this morning. I always say this, it's never official until you qualify. You've all done that now, the qualifying Lay last the week. Down. Three candidates. By the way, how much money? What are we talking about here? Which is it's based on a percentage yeah, of, of the salary. 3% of the, uh, of the base salary of the position. Uh, again, part of the conversation we've already had you announce some some time ago, but but just to bring us back up to say, why mayor? Why you've been on the commission? It could be argued, and it has been over the years. You got more power as a commissioner. At least you have a vote, which more often than not the mayor doesn't have. Why do you want to leave the seat you have to run for the one you don't have? Well, the mayor, as chief policymaker for the unified government of Athens Clark County, is the person who really sets the table and says, here are the things that we're going to work on in the months and years ahead. Um, certainly you don't have a formal vote until it's time uh, to break a tie, but you set the budget every year and so you begin the conversation there. Probably the single most important thing that any local government does. And of course you set that agenda every month. That's every right. Every couple of weeks actually. That's right. And in my 12 years of experience on the county commission and 20 years of, of teaching and administering in public schools in Athens, I've really come to know the community well and come to love Athens. Uh, I mean, really, it was true 20 years ago when I finished grad school. I, I told a lot of people, I don't care if I've got to wait tables and do room service at the Holiday Inn for another year. I love this town, and I'm going to be here, and I'm staying. And by the way, just by way of biography and resume, you've actually spent time as an educator here and still are. That's right, yeah. So I work on a regional capacity now, including in Athens, for the Foothills Charter High School, which is the regional evening public school uh, in Clark, in Barrow, in Jackson, Madison, and several other counties. Um, and so as I get around the community and travel 30, 40, and 100 miles from here for my day job, uh, I look around and I think there are some great things going on in other places in the state that we can tap into. But when I come home to Athens, I think, what a wealth of opportunity we have right here. Opportunity that doesn't exist in any of our surrounding communities and opportunity that I really want to take hold of and move forward dramatically. What's interesting, Tim, is if I'm talking to social activists in town or if I'm talking to people in the real estate and development community, almost all of them say almost the same thing. We don't want Athens to be a sedentary place. We don't want us to rest on our laurels here. We really want to move the game forward. In what way? What does that mean? Let's move forward. What does that mean? Well, in many ways, it says, you know, we're going to have a more high-quality version of Athens. We're going to have an Athens that's more connected, and so it's set up for greater mobility. It's an Athens that's drawing in economic opportunities and building economic opportunities from within. A lot of your listeners probably read last week that there's an enormous research and development capacity right here at the university. Just in the last calendar year, more than 50 products began rolling off assembly lines that were developed at UGA. A lot of that, though, Kelly Gertz, Athens Clark County Commissioner and candidate for mayor, let's just start there. A lot of that seems to somehow bypass Athens. What happens at UGA may not stay at UGA, but it, it doesn't seem to... In, in ways that we can quantify and put our hands on, mm -hmm. uh, show up as, as measurable for Athens. Right. And, and what we need to do is we need to make that happen. And so I've reached out to folks at the university, um, both in kind of the biosciences and engineering and in their community development departments. And I've suggested that I want to build that bridge between those activities that are happening in public sector labs over there and the activities that could be happening in private development in the community. So we've got some tools in our belt, some things we haven't been doing in Athens, but other communities around the state and the country have been doing. You know, a, a chief one is what you've seen in Atlanta with the Beltline and Atlantic Station, the use of this tax allocation district where you basically say, as a county, you know, we want to go ahead and see great development. 
and because we're so enthusiastic about good development, we want any new tax dollars that are developed within a district to stay in that district and incentivize somebody to locate right here. You point to Atlanta, and there are things you could say about Atlanta and the people who've been in charge of Atlanta, different mayors, different people on the city council, and different administrations over the years. They're not afraid to swing and miss. I don't know that anybody would say that that dopey streetcar is a great idea, at least at this point. It has not right. worked as ever. But at least they, 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 they took a swing at it. That belt line could have could have been a massive failure. It isn't. It looks like it's on the way to being a massive mm-hmm. success. And the point is, and I guess this is you know Michael Jordan's point, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That, that's exactly right, Tim. I mean, if we don't begin some of these things that might not even bear dividends for 5 or 10 or 20 years, we're never going to get there. And so we have to start today saying, how do we build a more vibrant economy by growing, as, as the economic development folks say, farming what you've already got in small fashion in your local community? You know, we're never going to get there if we don't say, let's lay this community, the smallest county in the state, out for greater mobility so that you can safely and effectively get from any one point to any other point. Let's go ahead and rebuild some of these neighborhoods that have sort of become haggard and, and unfortunately, havens for crime in some places. Now, what's the government's role in that? Is it rebuild a neighborhood? Well, okay, what, what's the government going to do to rebuild a neighborhood? So what the government can do, and, and I mentioned the tax allocation district model, and that's mm-hmm. one way to do it, is say, you know, we're going to incentivize a new model for a neighborhood. You know, we're going to take this maybe from being a 100% poverty neighborhood to a mixed income development in the way that the Paldo public housing development was transformed into Columbia Brookside, a much safer, more livable place, a place where people's just daily quality of life is going to be higher. The challenge in that, though, is this, uh, Kelly Gertz, candidate for mayor, the challenge in that is if I can afford to live somewhere else I'm going to and and let those people who can't afford to live someplace else and I mean that, that sounds harsh and crass but that's the way it's always worked let them live there what's great about a place like Athens that's got this enormous magnetism where we've got the flagship university where we've got lots of entertainment where there's great dining is that people want to live in town and mm-hmm. it's part of this national trend people are moving back into cities you've seen this enormous population growth in Atlanta in Charlotte in Greensboro and certainly in Athens as well and so you know people maybe who are living in Alpharetta might say well you know if there's some subsidized apartments living next door to me that might not be my ideal setup but people who love in-town living are going to live in town regardless. And so I, I think there's a greater acceptance and, and there's a pent-up desire on the part of almost everybody I talk to, you know, whether they're living in struggling circumstances or doing quite well, just to see us address this question of the dynamic of poverty in Athens. And We've got the, 40% the, of our kids living in that circumstance. The appeal of downtown Athens brings with it its own set of challenges. More and more people wanting to live down there, students and otherwise. Mm-hmm. The pressures on growth, people grumbling about the fact all those skylines and everything's growing up. We're talking about this with Harry Sims, who's also sure. running for mayor last week. Uh, that's the way, if we had taken that, what do we call it, transferable development rights. Mm-hmm. If we had taken that model, and we didn't, but if we had we'd have exactly what we're seeing now that's kind of happened organically. Yeah, I mean, people are moving in. Obviously, in the economic downturn, 2007, 8, and 9, it was difficult for large sectors of the market to get financing. The one exception to that really was the high-end student mm-hmm. development. And so, you know, as you kind of mentioned, you know, sometimes these things happen just because of forces beyond us. And so we saw this enormous student migration into downtown. And I think what we need to do as a public 
entity is say, let's make downtown for everybody. You know, let's ensure we've got some affordable housing. Let's ensure we've got some housing for seniors. Let's ensure we've got some workforce housing, some professional class housing. I had coffee with a room full of women, mostly in their 70s and early 80s a week ago. And almost to the person, they told me, we would love to live downtown if there was a prospect for us there. And so we can set the stage for that. What, yeah, what's in the toolbox? What can the commission do? What can the government do? So in a redevelopment plan, we can interact with a developer and we can say, hey, you know, we're glad to, to lend you some support. We're get glad to pay down your costs of sidewalks and street trees and stormwater. But the trade-off is going to be that we get what we want or at least a piece of what we want. And so some of that can be a more diverse set of housing. And, you know, of course, the kind of housing where you can get safely to the hospital, to grocery stores, and to other kind of amenities. Oh, by the way, get a grocery store downtown at some point. Absolutely. And uh, I've been in discussions with several folks, and I can't reveal anything right now, but um, but, but I think you're probably going to see uh, at least a grocery store, if not more, in downtown Athens in the next couple of years. Ten weeks from today, the election day, on May 22nd, state and local primaries. Kelly Gertz, candidate for mayor, Athens Clark County Commissioner, uh, former Commissioner Harry Sims, and Athens businessman Richie Knight, the three candidates who qualified. And you folks met in a forum last night. Was this your first? We did. This was the first of what uh, currently stands as 10 potential wow. forums on the calendar <laughs> between now and election day. So One uh, of I which think... we will have, and the plan is to have this one on radio. You told me you told me the date, April 30th. April 30, 6 yeah. o'clock, I believe. That's going to be, the, I think it's the Athens Clark County Republicans. Uh, they've asked me to moderate that one, so I'll, I'll see you folks then. There'll be 10, you're telling me. Wow. That's that's what I'm hearing. And that's so, what's there now. Somebody else, some garden club somewhere playing yes, another one. Yes, uh, last night at the end of this forum, the Junior League came up and said, mm-hmm. hey, we've got this forum we'd like to do. Will you wow. come join us? And uh, the more the merrier. But yeah, I was going to say, I mean, that, that kind of, uh, it, it's retail politics, and that's what we get here. Yeah, to a great degree, people in Athens just really want to see you out there on the street. And so I've been canvassing for about uh, six or eight weeks, knocking on doors and really having a great time, connect with people directly, sit down on people's porches and hear what their needs are. And I'm going to take that same method and strategy into the mayor's office. Now, it would be really, I look at this if I were running, it would be really tempting to go to the places and meet with the people who agree with me and mm-hmm. listen to them. And hey, they're going to tell me exactly what I think. Well, I want to hear what they think. And Absolutely. I need to go to the places where the people don't necessarily. You'll do better in some neighborhoods than others. Harry Sims will do better in some neighborhoods sure. than others. Richie United. There are parts in town, there are constituencies that, that are built to each of your three candidacies. What are you going to do to reach out to those people are going to see you as maybe not cut from the same cloth ideologically as they are. Well, I'll tell you, Tim, I, I get pretty darn bored standing in the, the mirror in the bathroom talking to myself. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I can go to some places in town where I can effectively have that experience, but that doesn't do me any good. I don't learn anything from that. You know, I, I learn a lot from people who've got different experiences, who might come from different paths or do different jobs. I, I've told a lot of people I've learned as much from 13-year-old kids and people who are in commercial real estate than I have from other people who live their life as adults in public education. And that really is what I think will make me the strongest candidate for mayor, is that I'm reaching out all the time and I'm gathering people around the table who may have more in common than they realize, but who come from some different facets of this community. And that's really what makes Athens such a great place. You know, you've got some of the most brilliant minds in finance and investing. You've got people who are fantastic in public and social services. You've got all these great academics. You've got people who are great artisans. You've got people who are great craftspeople and people who 
do contracting work on gorgeous homes that are going up in Athens every day. And so we just need to gather this energy together to bring better ideas to the table. And so always listening is part of what I think has made me a successful commissioner and is what's going to make me successful as mayor. Get a few of the issues that that either have come up or will over the course of the campaign, over the course of the next five minutes or so. Uh, This movement around the state, around the country, really, to Mm -hmm. effectively decriminalize the possession of small amounts of marijuana. It's a dubious proposition to me whether local governments are empowered to do that. The places where it's happened, people insist it is. Where are you on that whole issue? You know, it's interesting. If you look at that national scene that you just referenced, you even find people like Washington Governor Jay Inslee said, you know, five years ago, I was really skeptical about this. You know, I I was not necessarily a fan of it. But the data in Washington state has found that you don't have a greater state of teen addiction and crime is down and funding on crime is down. So we've got to act smart on these things. And I think the route that Savannah and Atlanta have taken is the smart route. If you talk to any cop, cop out on the beat, they don't want to get some kid who's got a single joint in their pocket and have to spend two hours of their time taking that kid down to jail and booking them. They can deal with that at the police him. discretion level, though, can't they? Do we need to change our ordinances and our, our, our method of finding or, or penalizing for these crimes? One of the things that you always want to do in a system is make sure that there's some sense of consistency and, and make sure that there's a protocol that people are following, particularly when that protocol yields dividends in terms of your tax dollars being either wasted or spent effectively. And so I, I want that officer to go ahead and spend a little bit of time with that young offender, go ahead and write that $75 ticket, and then follow up with some case management so that somebody's interacting, but to burn jail nights and to burn three hours of that officer's time, taking that kid down to jail, booking him in, when that officer could more effectively spend his or her time out on the street is really the way to go. And we do need to think well beyond this. Um, If you look at the criminal justice system in Athens, that consumes about 55% of our general fund budget. And because it's a fairly complex system with lots of independently elected people, the DA, the solicitor, the judges, the sheriff, that's right, you know, we need to sit down on a regular basis to ask how can we work most effectively and most efficiently. And so in cities where you find this kind of criminal justice coordinating council, where everybody gathers around a table, you usually find that they see that there are some pieces that are working not so well in tandem. There are some gears that aren't meshing like they need to. And by managing a little bit of that efficiency, if we can just move from $55 million annually on that system down to 52, that's an enormous savings to the taxpayer. One of the things still out there, Kelly Gertz, candidate for me, one of the things still out there, a quarter of a century now into this unification thing, uh, is still that disparity of services, uh, the general services district, the, what do they call it, the downtown district, right. or the in-town district, still that the folks out, out in the hinterlands of Athens-Clark County grumbling about uh, some of the services they say they're not getting. You know, I don't hear nearly as much about that as I did 10 years ago or 15 years ago. One of the things that we've been really strong about doing is just ensuring that everybody has public water supply access, you know, both for their personal use and for fire safety. And we've got a great set of folks in the Transportation Public Works Department that are making sure that the county roads are getting paved border to border. What about the sewer service, or the uh, lack thereof? <laughs> sure. Sewer service is one of those things where just about anybody in the development and engineering world will tell you, you know, if you're talking about one-acre lots or larger, sewer is not the most effective way to manage your poop. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the reality is that sewer is one of the most expensive kinds of services that can be offered just on a foot-by-foot basis. And so it's much less expensive to manage it on-site through a septic system. And so that's one of those services that nowhere in America really makes 
make sense on those sort of modest to large acre kind of propositions? What do we do? Hobby Lobby's the latest. There'll be more. Leave Athens, specifically leave that Atlanta Highway Corridor, heading mm. over to the big shiny new development in Oconee County, which, by the way, I, I hear now from my house off Timothy every night. Thank you, Oconee County. appreciate that. What do we do? Or is there anything to do? The good news is we made 800000 more dollars in general fund retail sales tax dollars last year than we did the previous year. So Athens is doing better year over year consistently. The reality is when the state decided to carve Highway 316 in along the Epps Bridge Corridor instead of taking some other route, for example, they could have gone through Statham mm-hmm. and Bogart and tapped into, and, Atlanta, and, Highway. And tapped into Atlanta Highway, but, but they didn't do that kind of in the, the lead up to the Olympics. Um, that was essentially set up as a, a future retail corridor. And, you know, it's, it's part of the migratory pattern of those big boxes, you know. It's just, actually taken a while. It, it's taken a little while, but, you know, part of that is just assembling the land and um, those individual property parcels being kind of packaged together. But just like you can track the migratory pattern of the monarch butterfly, you can track <laughs> the migratory pattern of, of the big boxes. And so they generally go to greenfield developments. Um, but I'll tell you, Tim, in 20 years – you know, the Epps Bridge Corridor may not be looking so hot, but downtown Athens, I think, is going to continue to look hot. And something so I wondered about, reading just there. yesterday, I mean, Wall Street Journal or someplace, and I didn't have to read the Wall Street Journal. I know what's coming down the pike. So do you. This online retail is really going to make some of these people, I would think, rethink some of the those big mega shopping centers. Already has. Yeah. You know, the, the typical model for a Best Buy, for example, yeah. has gone from a 60,000 square foot store to more like a 25,000 square yeah. foot store because they simply don't need the, the, the display space that they've had low these many years. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, you look at so much that's happening online. Um, similarly, many retailers are getting rid of uh, CDs and DVDs. Those mm-hmm. just aren't something that they stock anymore. I was having a conversation with my wife this morning, and she asked me for a, a nonprofit uh, uh, bit of volunteer work that she's doing. Hey, can you take these DVDs uh, over to a friend of mine? Um, I, I was going to have another colleague of mine review these DVDs, but he doesn't own a DVD player. <laughs> He's thirty years old. He doesn't, you know, he do, do, doesn't yeah, even deal yeah. in DVDs anymore. You know, he streams everything that that yeah. he gets. And I thought, wow, this, you know, we really are in a different it's space. A diff- and, and the ground is shifting beneath our feet all the time on this stuff. You, Harry Sims, Richie Knight, the next mayor, going to have to deal with a lot of this and deal with it obviously at the local level. About thirty seconds. Not even that. Uh, tell me the campaign website. Campaign website, votegertz.com. And that's G-I-R-T-Z, votegertz.com, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Facebook, that's right.